Hey, I'm Paul Sponsia. I'm the CEO of the IT company. All of our videos are really designed for one thing, to help business leaders understand how to align IT with their business strategy so that they can go further faster. Further faster means make more money and have more fun. That's ultimately what we want you to do. So thanks for stopping by. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Paul Sponsia from the IT company, back with Hank Brown. Uh, one of the things that we we hit on in one of our videos that we didn't really expand on, we started, Hank started to talk about it, was um, the idea of staying ahead of the curve. And so we wanna take just like five, 10 minutes and let Hank just sort of talk a little bit about, it's easy to imagine what that means, but um, Hank does a really good job of just kind of unpacking it. Yeah, thanks, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, so this and this applies, of course, to uh, your personal life, your family, or your, your business. Um, if you've decided that you're going to try to create a buffer for yourself or your organization, uh, in order to mitigate risk and to provide time and space, to buy time and space uh, in case there is a, some type of disruption, then you naturally are uh, going to be ahead of the, the curve if that curve was mapping some level of disruption. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, to be moderately ahead of it is good. To be way ahead of it might draw unwanted attention or it could just be viewed as an uh, unwise use of your resources. Mm -hmm. So um, it's hard to anticipate, but uh, Small steps, small buffers create a, you know, you're slightly ahead of the curve. Uh, once, you're in, once you're in a disruption, uh, then, and this ties back to normalcy bias also, you shouldn't assume that whatever the level of disruption you're at right then is the peak. Mm -hmm. uh, you might assume, it's a plenty assumption, that there's going to be an upward curve uh, in terms of the level of dis duress, if you will, or disruption uh, there. And so you want to continue to take steps uh, to be ahead of that and mm -hmm. so now's when if you have the resources and are able um, and again don't take small steps because that has effect on others if you begun if you're the hoarder right but um, if uh, if the power's out and you don't know how long it's going to be out and you only have four rolls of toilet paper now maybe you try to buy eight yeah um, and so you're you're increasing your buffer and it's kind of a lame example but it's, it's <laughs> germane to this time right um, so staying ahead of the curve the 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 problem with being ahead of the curve is, and I mentioned it could you know, draw perhaps negative attention from people. Uh, and just remember those people, it may, it may just be jealousy or it may be they're in denial and so they don't want to mm -hmm. accept that that's a responsible action to take. Um, you really have to look inwardly and say, what's best for me and the people that I'm responsible for yeah. when you're making these decisions. Um, and I think in all of them, there's no real benefit to highlighting your activity. Mm -hmm. um, you're just trying to uh, keep a low profile and be responsible. But at some point, um, uh, a disruption will taper. And so if, if this is the curve going upward of the disruption and you're staying slightly ahead of it, then when it tapers and you know, you're gonna, there's gonna be some period of time that it takes you to recognize that, there could be at the end a pretty significant gap yeah, between yeah. your level of preparedness and, and the taper. Mm -hmm. um, and you know that could also perhaps draw unwanted attention, or it might make you think that you were uh, irresponsible with your resources. But the the uh, opposite side of that is is if you start out behind the curve, or you end up behind the curve in a resource constrained environment, it's very difficult to catch up when you already are short of resources. Oh, that's good. And so nobody, the if if you can't get stuff to you know if it's harder to get it then. You, it's really kind of an exponential factor, if you will. Yeah. Uh, so once you're behind, I think that either you'll have to uh, use um, a, a significantly higher amount of resources, uh, and perhaps it could be unjust to others mm -hmm. to catch up, 
um, or it's just not going to be possible to catch it. Right. Uh, so I endorse staying ahead. You know, it's interesting. Uh, again, I shared that I tested positive for COVID-19, and uh, my wife uh, at that point was like, we need to buy Lysol. And no Lysol to be bought, you know? And, uh, and so that, I think, is an example. Like, there was no way to get ahead of that at that point. Mm -hmm. Like, I had it. There was no Lysol to be sprayed. <laughs> there was no Lysol to be bought, you know? And, uh, and I think, you know, not using Lysol as the example, but, you know, if, if we listen to what the experts are saying, there's this thought that um, we may have another spike in the fall and winter season because we'll be indoors more, there'll be less sunlight, less mm -hmm. vitamin D, like, you know, a, you know, a lot of assumptions. I don't know the science myself, but, you know, so now would be the time buy Lysol, mm -hmm. to buy, you know, whatever the things are, acetaminophen, Advil, you know, whatever the things, the basic things are that um, you're going to need to disinfect your house, clean your house, be isolated, take care of yourself, you know, because I, as a, somebody that, that went through it and mm -hmm. my family had to stay home, it's uh, A, it's just emotionally challenging. It is really mentally and emotionally challenging. But B, there's a lot of just little resources that you just don't realize that you need mm -hmm. that you hadn't thought about when you're stuck and you can't go anywhere, right? you know? And so whether that's because of COVID-19 or that's because of a business disruption or whatever it is, it, uh, it really made me real that you just, it really just now made me realize like that's <laughs> behind the curve, right? Right. <laughs> we were behind the curve, right? And we could not catch up. So, there so the no most way. efficient thing to do right now, right? Is for you to, um, if you run out of Lysol to get on Amazon and use Amazon prime and it's, it's here in a couple of days, right? Yeah. So uh, what we've done to create a buffer is we've created an intermediate step in our own household supply chain, if you will. So we have uh, a couple of shelves in our laundry room um, and a cabinet, and um, we keep those stocked with things that we, we use. Mm -hmm. um, and over time, we've built that up. And then in the kitchen, we have, uh, that, that's where we access them though. So if I want a cracker, I don't go down to the laundry room and get yeah. a cracker I go to the kitchen right and if I go to the kitchen there's no cracker there then I go to the laundry room and replace Restock. it yeah. and but if if now we're short in the laundry room that's our trigger to go by so we replenish that's the good. buffer yeah. always having what we need upstairs yeah. and remember that enables you also you can buy for sales so um, you know you can re if you have a standard list and you know that you use Motrin or acetaminophen in your house mm -hmm. um, have two bottles instead of one. Mm -hmm. And so when you take that bottle from the downstairs cabinet upstairs, uh, that's the trigger to buy the one for downstairs. And so you always have that, that buffer. Um, and since it's not under duress, then you can shop for prices as well. And I will tell you on acetaminophen and Advil, if you are if you have, say, whether you just have the flu or COVID mm -hmm. or whatever, you'd be shocked at how fast you go through it, taking it every four hours. Sure. Like the bottle goes, like, yeah. like really fast. So having extra is, a, is important. It's yep. a big deal. Yep. And, and I go back to my example on uh, us buying extra computers, firewalls, routers, switches, and stuff like that. It's the same thing. Like if we have four computers, you know, six firewalls, eight switch, you know, whatever the number is, if we get down to two, we're already, we're already six short. Like we should have kept eight, right? You know, so, right. so if two get pulled out, two need to be replaced. So whatever. But you don't have two end users or six end users who are going out without computers. Right. Right. Because of the buffer. Yes, exactly. Uh, so you have the, the trigger in place and you've bought some time and space in order to replace those. Yeah, exactly. My, uh, one of my good friends in risk mitigation says he tells customers you can, uh, plan for it, buy insurance for it or pray. 
<laughs> Those are your three options. He goes, I don't know about number three. Like, I like to pray, but I don't know that that's a good option. <laughs> and, I endorse and, all three myself. Well, and to your point, so. well, and to your point, like, there's certain things you can't buy insurance for. Right. I can't buy insurance for getting sick and a pandemic and, you know, and having those. You just can't. Like, you can. Insurance is generally a financial tool. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what it is. It's a financial tool. It's nothing else. And so that's not going to sustain you. Ultimately, you have to have the, as you said, the buffers in place to allow you to be sustained for a period of time. That's right. Short window. That's right. I self-insure for my family by creating those buffers. Yeah, that's smart. So, well, good. All right, that's good. That's uh, staying ahead of the curve and uh, making sure that if you, uh, remembering that if you're not already ahead of it, it's really difficult to catch up when something happens. That's right. All right, appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah.